All right. All right, everybody, how are you? I have a special guest today. Um, his name is Adam Green. Uh, Adam Green has uh, uh, a lot of different views than the mainstream people do. He has more, no, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I've been to his channel. He has a lot of ideas that, that concerns uh, religion and things of that nature and, 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 and how certain groups are very uh, controlling the, the, the political terrain of the United States and things of that nature. We're going to ask him questions. We're going to try to let him speak as freely as he wants. And we're going to push on some things that if he says, we're going to push back on him. Uh, welcome to the stream, Adam Green. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I'm glad, you know, I saw you on um, Politically uh, Provoked, I think, was uh, he was on that show. And I said, I got to have this guy because there's certain things I agree with him a lot. That it has to do with our political uh, 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 nature in our, in, our, in our country, in the United States. First of all, the first question I want to ask is, who is Adam Green as a human being? I mean, who, could you explain the, that to me? Who am I as a human being? Well, yeah. uh, I'm a father and a husband, and I've been making videos online focusing on zionism and religion end times prophecy and the the religious aspects of politics around the world the end times temple cult essentially and um that that's been the focus wow. uh, making videos at nomorenews.org i've uh, it's, it's it's essentially blasphemy online now to criticize um the the ones that believe they are chosen by god the Judaists, right. and um, so I've been censored a lot from YouTube and Facebook, and PayPal, all over the internet, basically, just for criticizing their supremacy, their dangerous, disturbing end times agendas, yeah. and their anti-Gentile hostility, those type of things. Yeah, but I want to ask you, do you have a religious belief? Do you believe in God, uh, or do you have a certain faith or den denomination? No, I was raised in a Christian family, but I never really believed, and I'm basically a non-religious agnostic. I'm right. not an atheist. I don't, I don't uh, know for sure that there's no God. I don't. So I often refute some people's claims they have to try to prove God because they don't think they're good arguments. But I don't rule out the possibility of some kind of, you know, s uh, larger than life explanation to explain reality and in, in all of existence uh there could be something called god to explain all of that right 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 okay how about your do you have any political uh uh ideas or are you a part of a political party what are your ideas politically then you know the the two-party system in america you you can't really side with either side they're both crazy sometimes one side gets something right, other times the other side gets something right. Sometimes they both get it wrong. So I, I don't really support one party over the other. I'm, I'm completely neutral when it comes to that. And I'm just kind of criticizing everything as I see it. And uh, mostly focusing, again, on the, the religious, Judeo-Christian aspects of things. Oh, yes. Okay, uh, um... Uh, you have the same idea I have. I think that both political parties have become corrupt. They don't they don't longer serve the people they're supposed to serve. There's a lot of infighting in between these political parties in Washington. They investigate each other. 
they, but, but they forgot the common man they were supposed to serve. You understand? Do we have that idea? Maybe do we agree on that? Yeah, government is far too powerful and is bought off by the corporations and big money and you know completely taking away away our rights and becoming authoritarian and and people want it people want like a communism basically much of the people in the country thanks to so much propaganda yeah because i see that online i see a lot of childish behavior by some young uh young uh content makers oh i'm a socialist oh i'm a marxist oh i'm a con they don't even know what that means because i i have seen that and it's not a pretty picture to have these kind of ideologies I don't know if you agree with me or, or that, because I, I lived through it in, in a certain way when I was a youngster overseas. And you were afraid even to, to say anything or even to think. You, you understand? And they, they have this. I'm from Yemen, you know, it's from Arabia. Mm-hmm. And we had in South Yemen, we had uh, the Communist Party there in the early 80s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And the Soviet Union was, set, set them up there, right? Yeah, but I mean, there was no life. You had nothing. I mean, no food, mm-hmm. no freedom, no nothing. And you're afraid to say something, and somebody lies. They can pick you up at night, in the middle of the night, and you just disappear. Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying? So they they don't know what they're getting into. Anyway, there's a uh, lot of communists connected in like the pro-Palestine movement that kind of makes yeah. it so it's you have to choose between communism or Zionism. Yeah, the issue with the Palestinians is that. Yeah, the, the the Palestinian don't have a lot of options. When you have uh, uh, Western society has been uh, overcame by the Zionist uh, or the Zionist uh, uh, lobbyists or money, whatever you want to call it. So they they pick. They don't have a lot of options. Sometimes you make a deal with the devil to survive. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, especially the Palestinians. Uh, before yeah. we get well, to I'm that, I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that's that's yeah, uh, yeah, they do. you know something they do, yeah, I've yeah. experienced and witnessed. Yeah. So is Adam Green a white nationalist? Or no, what I've, that never, uh, I've never what liked that, that label, white nationalist. Yeah. I know, yeah, you have to define what it means. I, I suppose yeah. in the context of America, it means um, you want to have a white-only country. And, I mean, I don't know how people, how if there actually is American white nationalists, how they propose you know, that be done. And if that's like an even viable thing, I think is kind of ridiculous. But you know, as far as uh, yeah. like European countries where it's like yeah. I've seen that there is there is a religious agenda to almost like uh, demographically replace people in Europe. And we right. see it statistically happening. You know, they they call it a conspiracy theory, but the, uh, they also say that it's happening and the, here's the statistics and it's a good thing. And, you know, we deserve it because we're inherently bad. And I've done many compilations with rabbis actually all over YouTube. You know, right. conceding that this is true, it's happening. You know, even uh, confessing that it will be that is it. There's many people of the tribe that are involved. Barbara Spector says that. Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask you. Um, you know, there's a problem with the birth rate right now. That uh, they not a lot of people uh, in Western society are not reproducing as much as uh, uh, minorities or different uh, or poor societies. Even in the United States, the, the last census. The only group that declined was white Americans that declined in the last 10 years in numbers and birth rates. You saw that with mm-hmm. me. You agree with that? So um, how do you- I think financially people are, are having a harder time. I think there's kind of like almost propaganda out there to kind of discourage it. You know, some yeah. white people think, oh, I don't want to have children because the climate, you know, you always see that type climate yeah. change and you're going to, yeah. there's too many people. We need to depopulate and, you know, uh, th- 
that's kind of an extreme thing, but that we do see that type of narrative out there. Yeah, because you see me, uh, I'm against mass immigration to the United States. I'm an immigrant, but I'm against that uh, uh, an open border all over the place. I think we should have a certain amount of immigration and we should maintain the statute quo. We should not try to overcome the majority or try to destabilize the country. Because if you try to overcome uh, the majority who's uh, American whites, you might destabilize the country in the long run. You understand? You might have a knee-jerk reaction to that. Uh, do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that would be a terrible thing to happen to any country, especially yeah. when I feel like it's an intentional agenda to try to to try to carry out. That that yeah. I think is the most disturbing part. Because I I was uh, I was surprised people would go, would go to it and say, "Oh, we're going to become the majority." I, I don't I don't understand what does that means. Because you know, as an American, I, I believe I'm American citizen. I believe that things are good the way they are, and we should work together instead of against each other. Does that make sense to you? Oh yeah, the racial division in this country because of the media yeah. and because of many of the politicians has just gotten completely out of control the last few years. And I think it's all by design. You know, they get it, there's like, you know, there, there's a, a lot of uh, the anti-white hostility has really increased over the last few years at a really fast pace. You see it; it's trendy, it's it's popular, it's it's in mainstream, it's it's all the time, and uh, you know. W- how could you blame people for not wanting to be to turn into a hated minority in the country where their ancestors <laughs> have been that that's a horrible thing to happen to anybody and like i don't know if you've seen if you're just new to my to my content is it the first time yes. you saw me on politically provoked that's the first time i saw you and okay. I, I agree with you on a lot of things between me and you mm-hmm. some like, of my controversial but i do agree with you on them Oh yeah, I mean, if you, if you see, go back and see through my catalog of work, I've I've covered this topic pretty in depth over the last few years, and like the the head of the SPLC, Mark Potok, has on his wall like a little uh, notepad stuck to the wall, and it has the population of white Americans, and as it's decreasing since the 1950s, every uh, ten years, and it's just oh, like. That? Mark Potok of, of the SPLC. He was interviewed in a documentary, and that's what he had on his oh. wall, like the decrease of the population of, of white people in America. When I see something like that, and it's like, you know, anybody that talks about this and says that it's happening and, and shows any concern about it, they call you a, a terrorist and a white supremacist and, and stuff. You know, I don't think that white people are better than everybody. It, it's It's crazy that we get called, anybody that talks about these issues or criticizes Zionist power, they call you like a knee-jerk reaction, a white supremacist, when they're yeah. the ones that literally believe that their souls are different and that they're chosen by God to be above all nations and the other nations shall serve them and these types of supremacist religious beliefs. It's just absurd that they're calling you know other people supremacists. Yeah, I, I saw many of you, uh, uh, a couple of your videos. I try to see as much as I can because you... You do have good videos, and you do have Jewish guests. I saw them and things of that nature. Uh, but I saw many, I many of the, the uh, debates yeah. with uh, Judaeus. Yeah, but I saw many of them had to deal with Zionism. What is Zionism, mm-hmm. you think? Uh, how does it affect the United States? Well, the, the definition of the term is a bit controversial. Yeah. I like to define Zionism as anybody that, that believes in the significance of Zion. So it's basically anybody that believes in the Torah in a way, in the the God of the Torah, which is Yahweh, the God of Israel. 
Right. And um, basically, that's that's my way of doing it. There, there could also be secular, non-religious, like political Zionists right. that just support the state of Israel. That's slightly different categorically. Right. De- depends on how semantics you want to break it down semantically. And so, but the general term is like the right, something like the right of self-determination for the the people in the state of Israel or something like that. But the way I approach it is the religious aspect. Who who believes that Zion in Jerusalem has like religious significance, and this is anything more than just a Hebrew hoax? Right, right. But uh, I notice that there's a lot of evangelists who are more Zionists than the Zionists themselves when it comes to the state of Israel. And the weird thing about it is they don't support the Christian Arabs who are poor as hell inside Jerusalem and Palestine, who are Christians, who and who are the, the you could say the, the lineage from the, the time of Jesus. They've been there for thousands of years. Why is the evangelist uh, movement so gun ho on the state of Israel and ask no question and they give them as much money as they want? Uh, it's very important questions. The evangelical Christians, the Zionist Christians in America is the number one religious group. There's millions of them. There's m- so many more Christian Zionists than than uh, you know Israeli or Judeo Zionists, and the Christians believe that God is a real estate agent. He gave them the land. They're supposed to have Eretz Israel, all of the promised land. So they really want to see that. Many of them want to see the Palestinians kicked off, kicked off the right. land, right. and it's amazing how this un- unholy alliance between the the Christians and the Judeo Zionists, because they literally their end times prophecy is that they're going to rule over one another. And in the end times, they both yeah. think they're going to win. And, and it's also crazy that the Christians love the Judeo so much in Israel and think that they're chosen by God. But the, what it teaches in Kabbalah and the Talmud and in that's like the common narrative in, in uh, Judeo thought is that Jesus yeah. is basically satan he's the villain in their in their religious story and they call him a bastard they call him a bastard on the talmud yeah they say all types of stuff he's a sorcerer yeah. he's boiling in excrement in hell he yeah. is uh you know the son of a of a, a bastard son of a prostitute yeah um but they literally believe jesus is a reincarnation of satan i believe that they set up christianity and this is yeah. a theory I get from Christopher John Bjorkness. They set up Christianity to be a controlled opposition cult for the Gentiles. Right. And it's right. the, it's like an antithesis to their religion. Right. And I think because they're the ones that came up with the whole plot, the whole script uh, script from this Torah, and then it continuing into the, the New Testament and Talmud and Kabbalah, I think they're right. the ones that are going to engineer this prophecy to be fulfilled and come out on come out on top in the end which according to their their belief that the creation is meant to last 6000 years we only have about 200 years left before right, edom right. is destroyed amalek is blotted out they build the temple anoint their king of the world and it's it's just a blueprint for world domination really that's what the torah is There's what really is no edom it. what is edom it's a very good question have you seen me to talk about edom I heard you and I am politically provoked, but you didn't go into it because, you know, it was a question and answer. It was like a fast-moving interview. Right. So to understand their Judeo thought, they believe in, in dual, dualistic nature of things. So 
they believe in the twin sons of Isaac, Jacob and Esau. And there's it's they're like antithetical to one another. Jacob is the became named Israel and is the descendants is the Jewish people. And Esau represents the, his descendants are Edom, which is kind of represents all Gentiles or even more specifically Western civilization, Rome, Christianity and Western civilization. And there's prophecies everywhere, all over the Torah. All they're talking about it all over the Talmud and the Zohar, which is where Kabbalah is. And it's all about destroying Edom and Jacob ruling over Esau in the end of days. So you don't think Christianity? Say, I've got clips that there. Yeah, you know, there's rabbis openly saying that Edom is Christianity. It's it it's prophecy that it'll be destroyed. That America is Edom and European countries are Edom, and, and it's prophecy that they will be destroyed. It's right. it's incredible the type of fanatical, disturbing, dangerous views that are just all out there online, just thinly veiled, hidden in a little bit of code. Okay. So your view of Christianity is not a real religion, I guess, the way you say it? I'd say none of the religions that we know are really real. And, and, and when you look at Christianity, every Christian has to go, oh, well, you know, the millions of other Christians aren't real Christians. You know, I'm the, my denomination, my sect is the only one. None of them are real. It's not that uh, the whole Abrahamic matrix, the Abraham covenant with Yahweh is just a made-up story, and everybody now wants to be chosen and have a special covenant with God, and everybody wants to speak with the authority of God, which is what you the the uh, the authority you lend to the so-called prophets. Are you religious? No, I, I believe that religion is a private thing, uh, but I, I'm not a. I believe there's a God and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe yeah. that I have to push it. I don't. I have to push it on you to save you and chase you around the neighborhood to get you to go to heaven with me. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I believe you know you, you do believe good. in heaven though. Yeah, I do believe. I believe in an honest living. I think. I think Adam Green could be as good as anybody who's religious in his heart. You understand? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to have. Uh, he doesn't have to have any uh, loyalty to any uh, faith. You know what I'm saying? So people are good by nature. That's what I believe uh, personally. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Or uh... you think people are good by nature? You know, there's a certain percentage of all people that turn out to be psychopaths or sociopaths. But no, I mean, yeah, we got, no, we got to keep those out. But I mean, social and altruistic by nature, yeah, it is a, I, I, an inherent trait that we have. For example, I, I'm using. I, I don't know you that well, but I'm using you as me and you and as example. We we'll probably make good neighbors. Yeah, you know, if we, you know, I respect your ideas. You know what I'm trying to say here? You're not walking around with a shotgun looking for me, and I'm walking around with a Bible or the Quran trying to get you to heaven. <laughs> this is uh, this is what I don't agree with. The extremists, I don't like that. You understand? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think it's okay. pretty extreme, extreme to claim to speak for God. I think that's a very powerful position to be in, to be able to speak on beha- with the authority of God behind you. And and that's that's yeah. the problem is everybody that's uh, many people that are religious, especially with the Abrahamic religions. It's God is on our side, and and the devil is with anybody that's you know opposed to us. Yeah, with that exactly. kind of thinking, you know, it's there's it's very problematic. Yeah, uh, I want to go back to uh, modern right now. Um, you remember the Iraqi War, right? The the authors of the, yeah the, the the first no the uh, yeah the the George W. Bush the, the two thousand and three. The false, you know, under mm-hmm. the authors of a lot of Americans don't know that, or the average Americans don't know that the, the authors of that uh, war were new cons, Zionists. 
It was a whole group uh, by Wolfitz, I think, and the guy named Pearl, whatever. They, there was a lot of them. And they had this plan, even before George W. Bush was going to come president, and they pushed the United States into a destructive war. Do you, did, you ever come, uh, did you ever see that or read about it? Oh, yeah. This is something that many people have extensively documented, the, the Zionist, neocon, Israeli involvement yeah. uh, in the war yeah. on terror. And uh, Netanyahu wrote many books on the war on terror in the 90s. And um, what was I going to say? Who was it? Haritz, Israeli press Haritz had an article yeah. called White Man's Burden, which it, it said that the Iraq war was engineered by, you know, a ton of uh, Zion neocons. And yeah. uh, Wormser, the woman Wormser that was part of one of the think tanks, the PNAC, said, yes, we're all... You know, have our loyalties to Israel, and there's no dual loyalties. Net Netanyahu and Ehud Barak were all over our poly, uh, mainstream media and in Congress, lobbying and petitioning for the war on terror. And uh, what is it? Bern Bernstein, the guy from Watergate, I believe, is Bernstein, oh, yeah. said on MSNBC that he he goes, maybe I can say this because you know his background. He said that that's who's behind it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to go to that. Um, I was going to ask you, what are your views? Why do you think that, uh, I'll give you an example, uh, how uh, they have, uh, the, 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 the Israeli lobbies have a, a stranglehold on our politics in Washington. I'll give you just one example in the last month. When they voted for the Iron Dome, they gave them $1 billion, 420 uh, congressmen and women voted for it. But when it came for the, the infrastructure bill, they, about 227, so the, they have this unity to give away money to uh, Israel, but will not have this unity to, to help the infrastructure of the United States. The, you saw those votes? I mean, that is the strangest thing I ever saw in my whole life. Oh, yeah. There's many examples very similar to that as well. The fact that our con our Congress was debating over uh, debating endlessly about giving... Americans some COVID relief, like six hundred dollars, and then they just approve, you know, whatever Israel demands. Yeah. And, and even Trump set was uh, did an interview a couple weeks ago. Where he said that yeah. they quote completely control Congress, and he said rightfully so they completely controlled Congress. But he said he lied and said they don't anymore because AOC and the squad Ilhan Omar. Yeah, 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 and no, and even just, on uh, the Iron Dome, Ilhan Omar ha had to just say present. She couldn't even vote against it, and she cried. You know, maybe uh, it was a uh, big thing. A AOC, AOC. Yeah, she cried. You know why? Because uh, her, her district is going to be redrawn uh, with the new uh, census, mm -hmm. and it's going to go through certain neighborhoods that are pro-Israeli, Jewish neighborhoods in the Bronx oh. and New York. So she's she, they're going to wipe her out if she doesn't do it. That's you know they got this strong oh, arm. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, but the problem is, remember Elhan Omar when she said it's all about the Benjamin about APEC. APEC is a. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's corrupt in the Congress. You know, every year, more than three, four hundred congressmen, they go, they get these junkies, they go to Israel, paid for hotels, food. That is a, if that's not corruption, I don't know what corruption is. You understand? Oh, I know. It's so out in the I open know. and insulting. When we have our, so many of our politicians are just groveling to foreign lobbies and going and visiting and yeah. endlessly talking about our greatest ally and going and bowing yeah. down to the wall. It, it's, just, it, it's all in your face and then to even sit, talk about their power or do a loyalty you know yeah. you're viciously attacked by their, by their uh, attack dogs in the media 
Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, you're, they have this brand. If you, tr if you criticize, see the idea, they, they have, they have lumped everything. If you criticize Israel, their policy, you're anti-Semite. If you cr criticize the, the foreign aid, the $4 billion we give a year, you're anti, you cannot have this view. You could have a view of policies and governments without being labeled with that label. That label has become, uh, it's like a, it's like a kosher label on food. You understand? Uh, am I, am I right or am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. There's there's a whole agenda of them. I mean, the the anti-Semitism industry, it, not, not only just the lobbying of of Zionist lobbies and in, in, uh, influencing our politics and all sectors, you know, media, finance, um, you're not even allowed to talk about the influence. They can brag about it, but anybody talk, talking about their power, you're instantly labeled, you know, anti-Semitic, as if pointing out people's uh, power inherently means that you hate them or that you're right. anti it something it, it's it's just a, a trick that they use to silence all opposition where it's like they they've because of christianity largely and they're it's given them their persecution narrative that they're the eternal victims and we're eternally uh hating them they believe that esau hates jacob that's what they believe going back to yeah. that uh biblical story they believe that we in inherently hate them that it's a not it's, it's a law of nature that we're born hating them we don't even know why and that this is because they're chosen and all this stuff but there's an agenda to completely shut it down worldwide they're trying to implement this new definition that just basically is so open-ended and vague you're not allowed to criticize them at all once they get this uh on the books completely yeah because when i saw your interview you was telling us how they have uh destroyed the, the way for you to make a living like they have banned, banished you from uh, from youtube and all other stuff and from way to uh to get donation did i hear that right oh yeah. absolutely like i said i've been i had one hundred and thirty-five thousand subscribers on youtube I, right. I, I was banned a little over a year ago right. um from pay, banned from paypal facebook i had near seven thousand followers they banned that e even the alternative platforms like if they have it their way, there'll be nobody anywhere in the world that's even mildly criticizing uh, anything that they do. They'll just have carte blanche to get away with, uh, you know, carry out their Zionist agenda unabated. Right, right. And what's so surprising, you know, because I'm an Arab American, sometimes, you know, I'm pro Palestinian and they're Palestinian cause. I saw ADL. ADL has a bad record. In the nineties, they were raided by the FBI because they were they were they were spying on almost six hundred different organizations. This is an organization that's supposed to be fighting anti-Semitism and anti-discrimination, and has become almost like a CIA uh, organization. You 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 read about that, right? And oh, now, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Well, and I was shocked. I wrote a letter. PayPal. Is gonna let they is has partnered partnered with the ADL to tell them what group mm -hmm. could have uh, access to their uh, their platform or not. And ADL is anti-Palestinian. So what they did, the first thing they do is got rid of all the Palestinian activists out of the PayPal thing. You understand? There's too much power to wheel around. Yeah, the groups like the ADL are always calling Palestinians terrorists and that they're anti-Semitic, that they should be banned everywhere. Just like they label them terrorists, they label uh, you know white people in America that are criticizing their power and their agenda and uh, and speaking the truth about about the things that they're doing and that their rabbis uh, teach in their religion. 
But yeah, so the, the ADL openly teaming up with not just PayPal. That was just like yeah. one of the op- one that they recently, you know, publicized. Yeah. But they're teamed up with a- almost all of social media, constantly, you know, going in front of Congress and demanding censorship. Like they're the ones that are the Ministry of Truth that, that gets to decide what's allowed on the internet. And according to them, nobody's allowed to criticize them about anything. They, they always say we have to end anti-semitism quote in any shape or form that means all of it the the uh ambassador to the un from israel goes to the un and says he wants there to be laws and anti-semitism to be illegal he wants it to be criminalized to criticize them and this is actually even their prophecy they've got prophecy in isaiah or might be jeremiah about the the rebuke will be taken away from the world from the chosen people nobody will be able to criticize them wow so, because you know, um, some uh, uh, Israeli organization like Beit Salam, like all the, they have called Israel an apartheid state. You understand? Uh, and what I like about it, sometimes uh, Richard Spencer, I saw him one time in an interview, they say, "Why you want an ethno state?" He said, "Why? Why does Israel want an ethno state? And we cannot have it." You understand? So they use that. That's what they're doing in Israel right now. Mm-hmm. They changed the law that uh, uh, instead of. Uh, because 20% of the population is Arab and nomads. They, they have this new law that says um, Israel is a Jewish nation. So what I wrote a letter to, I think, uh, you know, uh, I tweeted. So why our, I'm going to say our Jewish politi- politicians are liberal in America, but hawks in Israel. So I, I can understand that. You understand? Uh, everything right. here. The double standard is insulting. Yeah. I mean, we're going to give the United States away to anybody who wants it, but there, no, no, you can't have that. That's just for us. And the, the Palestinians don't fucking exist. You understand? Uh, and, yeah, you see- and that's a, a lot of that support is it wouldn't be possible without the Christian Zionists who believe that that has to be the state only for the chosen people that are supposed to be there. And uh, there's there's some, some Israelis there are do want peace and they are okay with a Palestinian state. But the yeah. the, the religious... Uh, factions of Israel have always been strongly opposed to even negotiating with the Palestinians. Yeah, because the, the Zionist uh, evangelists and the Israelis, it's like a, a marriage of convenience. You understand? It's like being stuck in an island. You want to eat each other. You, I'm seeing uh, uh, Adam as a chicken and you see me uh, as a lamb, but we are trying to say that we're helping each other. But the, but the end game is Either we're going to make you all Christians or kill you. And the other one saying, ah, let them give us their money. They're going, let them give us their money and thing, and we're going to use them. Doesn't that make sense to you? I mean. Yeah. And, huh? and destroy them. Because remember, they believe Edom, which is Christianity, will be destroyed. Uh, and they believe yeah, they yeah. consider it, it Christianity in its current form is considered idol worship and not Noahide law compliant. So, yes, it is. It's disgusting because they're both. They pretend to love each other, but they really essentially are antithetical in a way to one another and and you know diametrically opposed to a degree but really they're they're so common because their only difference is arguing over who is the messiah they both agree that a that a torah messiah is meant to rule the world they both agree on that which is why they're basically you know just two peas in a pod and and need each other in a way yeah but, um, i see they they're they're using each other and they both want to win in the end but you got to see who it has been winning who came up with this whole narrative this whole script who's who's being played and who is pulling the strings 
And I think it's very clear who has the upper hand in the whole end times agenda, and that's yeah. the Judaist. Right. How did you, Adam, how did you uh, got involved in this thing? You're thinking, how were you affected like, to, to go down this lane? You understand? This is a special lane you are in right now. A lot of people are will find it hard to get into whatever or, or distance from it. How did you get uh, influenced? I didn't set out to to do this. I kind of just fell into it organically. Um, I started just by, you know, once I got out of college, I was really interested in documentaries and started to get, you know, pay attention to politics and, you know, learn about conspiracies and, and try to dig for like, you know, alternative media truth. And I just kind of went down the rabbit hole learning about Zionism. It's hard to miss it. It's so prevalent and you know on the internet and in truth communities so-called truth communities and you know i grew up christian but i never even really thought about the you know the judeo agenda like this it's just you know i didn't have a preconceived notion and i went out and looked for evidence to support it i just followed the evidence and this is where it leads and it's just i see that the whole the last two thousand years and in almost all of the planet has been judaized by this by the Torah, this fictional Torah, which yeah. I call the the Hebrew hoax on the world, and it's been disastrous for the world, right. and and more disaster to come is what they have on the menu for the end times Armageddon uh, temple cult fanatics. They want to see right. the end of the world. So it's a death cult in a way. Uh, that's pretty interesting. So uh, you you have sacrificed a lot just to going down that lane financially, right? Well, it's been very gratifying also. I feel like what I'm doing, you know, I get to do what I love, follow my my passion of researching these things and, and sharing it with people. And I've been I've been lucky enough to have people appreciate enough to support me so I can do it full time. And uh, but it has been very stressful. It's not easy. You have to have thick skin. There's lots of attacks, there's lots of lots of adversity and um but it's it's also very thrilling and, and rewarding knowing that I'm uh, doing something that feels you know so important to do. So what, what do you think about uh, the info wars and the stuff like that, and those who, who claim to be uh, truth tellers and things like that? Uh, well, I, I went. Part of my journey was through info wars, watching them, uh, learning about a lot of stuff from them, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, Early on on my channel, the big focus was exposing them because Alex Jones over the years has always been accused by so many people of being a Zionist propagandist and a gatekeeper. And, you know, I used to watch him all the time and I kind of noticed over the years that, you know, that that apparently was true. And I had so many clips exposing him. I've done videos exposing Infowars and their disinformation regarding uh Chilling for Trump and covering up the Zionist influence. Yeah, I was going to ask you. You just mentioned Trump. What do you think of Trump and his presidency? Do you think that uh, he served? Uh, what Very interesting. I, I'm not sure that it's over. I still think that he could be. He's definitely one of the front runners for 2024. And Joe Biden isn't looking so popular right now. There's the QAnon yeah. people and the Trump supporters are still, you know, still backing him. And uh, but. Basically, he's a Zionist puppet. He was his biggest donor was Sheldon Adelson, the Israel Firster. He yeah. went and groveled to APEC like all the politicians do. 
He it was extremely close with many, you know, Netanyahu. His son yeah. Kushner is Chabad Lubavitch. His his daughter Ivanka converted to Chabad Lubavitch. Um, he gave Israel basically everything they wanted, and now he's he's upset that they didn't help him win again. Yeah. They, Netanyahu he feels betrayed by Netanyahu, and he's kind of I feel like he's calling out. He's bitter and calling out Netanyahu a little bit right now, so it's interesting. I'm hoping that he spirals and goes on a a meltdown attacking the uh the israeli lobby but i highly doubt that'll happen because he's still trying to pander to them and get his support so he can try to win again in 2024 yeah but not only that they already got as much as uh, out of him what they can get in 70 years they got the uh, jerusalem as the capital of israel he even gave away the golden heights that uh, belongs to Syria. he gave them all the occupied land uh, he said as yours we, re- we recognize it i mean he gave them I think he really served his purpose. Uh, for, he might have served his purpose, but you know yeah. he's he's kind of lobbying to get back in there and to serve them even more. And uh, you know, there's been so much the, the evangelicals love Trump for his support for Israel, and they claim you know he was on Temple Institute coins, the the group in Israel that wants to rebuild the temple. And yeah, yeah. He's you know he even called himself the chosen one. Miriam Adelson, Adelson's wife said that she thinks that there will be a, quote, biblical book of Trump. So there's been uh, many religious connections with Trump. The whole QAnon thing had Trump as like a messianic figure yeah. that was going to save the children and say, save the world and have peace on earth and stuff. That's completely uh, controlled opposition Zio cult as well, QAnon. You know, I grew up in the cult. Very similar yeah. to Christianity. The overlap between QAnon and Christianity is yeah. got to be over 90%. This is the strange thing. You know, I grew up in New York. I know Trump from the early 90s. He, he's a transactional man. He's a he, he's a real estate man. He wants to sell your apartment. So I think he was a false uh, populist. He pretended to be a populist. But his supporters, they never got anything within the four years. Those, those poor people that went to the rallies, they never got anything out of him in four years. What did he do for them? Nothing. He yeah, didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah. They all got censored off the internet, as, as yeah. did he. And yeah. he... So he supported anti-Semitism censorship as well. He signed an executive order uh, promoting yeah. the anti-Semitism definition, the IHRA definition that I was talking about earlier. He got all his yeah. followers basically set up when they stormed the Capitol because of QAnon yeah. and all of his uh, his uh, cheerleader followers. And uh, now they're all labeled domestic terrorists and sitting in prison yeah. and stuff. And he he didn't do anything. It, it's almost like he was the Judas goat that was setting us all up. And you know his yeah. involvement in New York and you know. Epstein and you know mob connections, connections even with you know. Trust me, I I know people, shady Soviets, Israelis, all types of stuff. I I know I know Trump when he was a young guy. He's uh, used to read about him a lot in the tabloids here in New York. He's hanging around bars just to pick up drunk women to have sex with them. I mean, he never served. I don't know what the evangelists saw in them, and they just embraced this piece of shit. Uh, he has never went to a church one day. He doesn't know how to hold the Bible even. Uh, he held it upside down. And that was a strange thing, how they just embraced this guy. And he was a fake populist. These people who were going to his rallies, 20,000, 30,000 people, and he will go, what are we going to do with Obama care? We're going to repeal it. And the majority of them are on that uh, affordable care. The people are yelling, you understand? So in the four years, he never gave them even a piece of bread. His father. Yeah, he was all focused on doing things for Israel. Israel and, and, and Trump the was always he, he was a 
a reality star. He was an actor. He's a front man, a salesman. He was in the early 90s. He went bankrupt and was owed billions of dollars to all the bankers in New York and in real estate. And I think you you know who dominates that industry there. And uh, he was bailed out by the Rothschild Bank even. And Wilbur no. Ross was the the bankruptcy lawyer who who became the Treasury Secretary for Trump. They bailed yeah. out by the Rothschilds in the nineties. Yeah. They own him. He was. It, yeah. There was a quote from the lawyer of the case that he, Trump was worth more to them dead than alive. They've owned him, and he's been their front man ever since. Probably blackmailed with Epstein stuff, if not, yeah. you know, that and more. Not only more than that, because he he has had all these bankruptcies, and they always rescued him. So he he must. Because he probably had to serve this purpose to become a president in the long run. They, they just needed him to be there. Um, I, I'm going to ask you, I was going to ask you, it just blew my mind. Um, fuck, man. I was, I was talking about uh, Donald Trump. We were talking about Donald Trump, right? I had it in my head. Um, so, um, what do you think of Islam as a religion? You could be totally honest with me. I don't know. You know, I, I, you know mm-hmm. just. What do you think of Islam? Does, does Islam threaten the United States? Does it threaten Western society? Oh, or, or is well, it being scapegoated? I, I, I do think that you know that radical Islam could be a threat if people are willing to martyr themselves to for uh, you know for for whatever reason. I think that could be a problem. Only only religion will motivate people to blow themselves up. Is one of the few things. I mean, I shouldn't say only religion, but. You know, it, it definitely helps with uh, extremist activity like that. I see, um, it, but and then also want to say, you know, um, moderate Islam is has very good for some people, and yeah. um, the anti woman stuff I think is wrong, forcing women to cover up or co- or co- coercing them to cover up. Yeah. I think is you know kind of a violation of freedom and almost shaming the human body. But you know, yeah. moderate Islam I think isn't so much of a threat. But I do think it, it's part of the deception. I think the whole Abrahamic religions, the t- you know Christianity, and then seven hundred years later, Islam are both spinoffs from uh, their spinoff sects from Judaism, and right. they're based on the Abrahamic lie. And I think they've created Islam and Christianity to play the Arabs and the Europeans off one another, so they can right. clash. And then right. that's what their end times prophecy is: is that Ishmael and Esau. So that's the other thing. Because the Arabs believe that they are the sons of Ishmael, that's what yeah. that's what the Judeas believe. That's what the you know, that's what they get from the Torah and the Talmud. So nice. I, I find that all too convenient that the Arabs willingly accepted the idea that they're the sons of Ishmael when uh, yeah. the Judeas believe that Ishmael is the waste product. He's He's the the antithesis, the darkness, the impurity, just like Esau is. Yeah, yeah. To wage war against each other, destroy and destroy each other ultimately. Yeah, I want to go back to the uh, the terrorism part. You know, I have this theory in my mind that ISIS was a, 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 a an intelligent operation. You know how to catch you if you want to catch a mouse or a rat, you put cheese right to get it to, to come to eat. They created yeah. ISIS. As a way to get all the fanatics, all the young streamers, and just put them in one place and kill them. Uh, That's what I thought of because they just popped up. They had all this money. They have all this media. They just have these thousands of beautiful new trucks, Toyota trucks. How did they get the shit? You understand? Mm-hmm. Do 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 you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, like Mossad has always had 
the Arab agents that are working for them that they blackmail or buy off or whatever. And they can very easily set up, you know, cells, terrorist cells and convince, yeah. uh, can, but they, you know, there's real people involved and they're, they're basically uh, controlled and radicalized and, and mind controlled through religion yeah. is, is the mechanism that they're able to do it. I see. And, uh, I think- but it's, it, so it's a combination of both. Some responsibility has to be with, uh, the, the beliefs that they use to radicalize people. Cause there's some people that are sincere believers and followers. And yeah. there's also people that are kind of engineering and kind of promoting the extremism. Because I, I think Al Baghdadi, who is the leader, I think he was a Mossad agent. Well, he just, they said they killed them. I don't think they killed them. The whole idea is, let me tell you why I think it was a, a CIA or Mossad operation is because the, 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 the cold state, the Islamic state that was there, they had oil. They had hospitals. They had weapons. They had a state ready. They had the paved streets. They had they had more territory than France, and they kept on doing dumb shit like chasing people with knives in London, uh, beheading people. So it was never meant to be a state. I thought it was just meant to be uh, this euphoria. Oh, look, we're gonna have this Khalifa. They sold it to them. Come over here, let's live it. And they brought all these extremists online, everything, all these young people, 18, and 19 years old, and they just killed them. They just murdered them, all of them, and just exterminated them. They said, let's get rid of them once and for all. And right, you see how they disappeared? Uh, yeah. Well, like huh? I said, there's definitely there's there's groups that are being influenced. It, just yeah. like they like to create right wing, you know, white people groups that they, yeah. they point to and say, look at those evil you know, crazy terrorists, like they, yeah. they are able to use groups like that for their benefit. So, you know, there's, there's different levels of them supporting it and how they support it and allow them to operate that, you know, that kind of thing, even influence them with their own agents. Yeah. So, but, but still when you have the, they're, they're able to do this through the religion that, like I said, that's the mechanism yeah. that they're able to black to uh, brainwash people and uh, and some people do get radicalized and think that they're fighting for their god and will go out and you know do a knife attack or go crazy or something like that. You asked if it, if I thought it was a threat, and so there is a threat, but it's not yeah. the threat that the the media and the Zi- the Zionists like to make it out to be. Uh, because uh, I think the majority of Muslims uh, have no issue with the West. Um, well, they do because of our support for Israel. Yeah, that's the only that's the sticker. That's what no, not not only that because if you see our policies, um, if you read the New York Times the past couple of months, they had these uh, American units. They were killing uh, villages in Syria. The drones are killing people in weddings and right. Oh yeah, our foreign policy that's led by led by Zionist neo. Yeah, so and they know this kill- like Iran, yeah. Palestine, yeah. many of these Middle Eastern countries, Jordan. They know yeah. who runs America. They yeah. all say it everywhere. 90% of those killed are innocent people. So you are creating terrorism. This is what this is what we do wrong as a country. We declare yeah. war on uh, drugs. More drugs came. We declared uh, the false war on terrorism. We made more terrorists without, without policy That's of true. going in. Yeah, you know, Obama used to walk around with a hit list in his pocket uh, who to kill, you know, uh, number one, number two. And I was reading the New York Times the other day. Villages were destroyed. Villages, like 120 in one shot, 130. And the statement will come in the news. Today, we killed 80 ISIS members. They were uh, hiding in a certain area. And there were villages of farmers that were killed. So we are creating these people to hate uh, the United States as a country. Because if you, 
let's say if, if uh, an Egyptian drone came in and started killing people in Texas, how would the Texans react if, they, if people are getting killed in churches? You know what I'm trying to say here? Absolutely, yeah. Like like I said, the the Zio controlled foreign policy, and um, media. And, and the the support has been this is even prophecy that that Esau will live by the sword and will serve yeah. Jacob. So this is America, Edom taking over the world, creating war. And just look 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 back at the war on terror, the crusades, because yeah. of Christianity and Islam, they yeah. th- this and it's this is what it says in the Talmud, playing them off one another. Think of all, all the right. wars and all the millions killed over differences in religion because of Christianity and Islam. And where wow. they both came from, and who ultimately will benefit? I mean, it's their end times agenda for for Ishmael and Esau to wage war against one another. Okay, I want to go back to our domestic policies. How do we help white poor white people in the Midwest and these areas who have been left mm. and decimated by foreign uh, 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 global treaties, like the factories closed. They're because yeah. middle America used to, they used to work with their hands. They used to make things that we use in all over the United States. And these people were decimated there. How do we help these people and bring them back to the fold? Uh, I, you already mentioned the first thing I was thinking of is that the industry is all being outsourced to China. So the stockholders can, you know, make more profit. I, I think, you know, the it, a lot of this is because of government policies. Number one, having mass immigration when there's already people, you know, not having yeah. jobs that can yeah. cause issue. And I with more that. people in the country, the you know supply and de- basic supply and demand, you know, there yeah. uh, companies don't have to offer as much pay when there's more people that are looking for work. Uh, also, you know, regulations, taxes, uh, prop- government propaganda, media propaganda. I think if people were smarter. Uh, and more informed and less deceived that they could make better choices that would just make overall the whole country better. Um, right. You know, I, I guess white people in middle America, there's the drug ap- epidemics as well. Yeah. You know, obesity. Did you see that movie, uh, Dope Sick, how the Sackler family uh, destroyed the, the, the these areas? You know what the Sackler families are, right? Yeah, I'm aware of the the Sackler family, who are huge Zionist supporters and donors, philanthropists yeah. as they're called. They, yeah. they uh, made billions of dollars selling the opi- opi- opioids to Americans. Billion. They made thirteen billion dollars and probably killed about a million young rural Americans. Because most of that shit is going on in the hotline of America. More the the, the people who are dying from the opioids are rural kids, are white kids in Ohio, mm-hmm. Iowa, West Virginia. Yeah. It's decimating that area of young people. You understand? And I they're not I haven't seen have- that documentary, but but I have I have uh, I know about the Sacklers. That there's been huge scandals with them where they were like yeah. illegally getting doctors to push to peddle yeah, 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 yeah. drugs on people and and, and allowing people oh, to yeah. get addicted and stuff. I, w- I want you to watch that. It's like it's not a doc. It's like a show, you know. Uh, but uh, how they picked. Certain area of the country, like uh, West Virginia, Kentucky, because they say they are minors, people who are who have pain. Because uh, Mid America, they work with their hands. They make things with their hands. You know, they work with their yeah. bodies. Not like us in the Northeast. We work with our, you know, service area. We do services, and we just sell the goods that these people. Make. And how they pick this area, and they decimated with these drugs. I've been I've been yelling about the Safa family life for two years or three years. I think they should be all in jail personally. 
What they did is, if you look at the, uh, I want you to watch it. What they did, they used to uh, uh, donate money to museums, to the arts, to the thing. Why are they killing the children? Why are they killing why are they, their children? You understand? And yeah. nobody said anything for 17 years. They made $13 billion on the backs uh, of murder. I mean, I think it's murder, man. It was a, it's a holocaust to me, I mean, personally. And I'm affected by it, you understand? Because when I saw that and nobody's saying anything, uh, Tucker Carlson's not saying anything about it. Nobody's saying about anything. But this this company is called Purdue Pharma. Was allowed to do that and destroy a. It even I read it even contributed to the loss of, of the census of, of white people uh, decreasing in the census. Because if you kill a million young white Americans, that means there was a lot of babies that were going to have in marriages and things of that nature. What, 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 what do you think? I mean, how are we going to help these people uh, rebuild and, themselves? And how it contributes to the homeless epidemic as well yeah, is out of yeah. control. Like um, America in a lot of places is not looking very well. The the division and the politics, the corruption, you know, there and there's really an overall agenda to collapse America, which is EDOM. Yeah. That's the prophecy that it'll be destroyed. And uh, I, I, it, it's go ahead. I think we're heading toward a cliff as a country. If people don't wake up quick, the way things are heading, it's it's not uh, heading in the right direction. That's for sure. Right. Have you ever heard of the Bacon Rebellion? Bacon Rebellion of sixteen seventy six. I haven't. No. Doesn't sound very kosher. No, no. It's a guy named Nathaniel Bacon. Um, okay. This is this is in Virginia. Where whites were poor whites and poor indentured servant whites and black slaves, they uh, they built a militia and they uh, and they attacked Virginia and, and the capital. I think it was Jamestown at that time and destroyed it because they were, they were, the the elites, the white elites, where, where we are right now, they were eating and feeling good while they have all this underlying people. They united in their own interest to, to you understand it and and to be recognized as human beings. And I think whites right now in America should use that as a way instead of voting Democrat, Republican every time. Vote for your own interests. You, you, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, a lot of white Americans think that you know, there's, there's, there's no question. There's more white people that vote Dem- uh, Republican than Democrat. But yeah. Dem- the Republicans pretend to be America first. They pen- they yeah. want to pretend to want to make America great again. And really, yeah. their agenda is just about being, uh, doing everything for Israel. Not only for Israel, for the elites. Like uh, the the whole uh, the whole ideology of the Republican Party is tax cuts for the rich, tax cuts for the rich. Name one policy right now that is domestic for the for America. They don't have. They have this called CRT. It's all fake and phony bullshit about the critical race theories. They are Willie Hortons. They sell them that stuff, or they sell them um, the Tea Party. You know, they get them excited to vote. Once they vote, they cycle, then they put them to sleep and they go back to Washington and they reactivate, and they reactivate them again and again with false bullshit. You understand? They send them bullshit ideas instead of telling them, listen, mm-hmm. we, we, we decimated this area. Where are the jobs? Where are the factories? Why aren't we building these areas and these cities? These people are dying of alcoholism and, and overdose and drugs and they die in their own towns. You understand? I know things are things can only get worse too because when they're doing so much censorship and the the propaganda of the controlled media is so strong, yeah. it, you know it's the censorship is just being out of control. It's such a violation of our human rights to be banned off of all of the big tech platforms. Like you know they're talking about the metaverse 
like right. you know being banned from the internet world because and it's not just people you know people like me that have talked about this religious uh, prophecy stuff it's people questioning anything you know with the latest uh uh pandemic stuff the censorship has just gone off the charts yeah, yeah. I think there is, you see, uh, you know, though I am liberal, like uh, uh, my is pretty liberal, but I'm toward the center. I don't believe in this woke culture. I don't believe this canceling people because they say they view and deprive them of their livelihood as they're supposed to go to forest and kill themselves, like in Japan, and just disappear. They don't exist no more. I think you create more extremism when you eliminate when you eliminate these people and deprive them of their livelihood. You make them more extreme and you're making them worse than they really are. You understand? Because let's say, for example, I get uh, today. They I get, use that. Uh, they, they want they want to provoke people and make them do extreme yeah. things because then they can de- dehumanize them and demonize them more, and then and then crack they, down even harder. They create a whole sector of people. The more they cancel, the more they deprive these people of their livelihood. The more they 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 they, they uh, devalue them or they uh, or they demonize them. They create a whole sector. Uh, uh, of a society that's going to be separate from the mainstream America. And in the long run, like you said, it's going to be destructive for everybody, I guess. You know yeah. that? It's just, it's a rigged system. When, when so much of the modern world is happening in the information age online, and that's where the conversations are having place, and that's where businesses are uh, won and loss, yeah. um, winners and losers in business, you yeah. know, it, it's a uneven playing field for so you can create celebrities you can create successful companies and you can destroy people and destroy companies just through the algorithm or just through big tech deciding to censor one person and promote somebody else it's something needs to be done about the internet censorship or nobody's going to be informed to to make any good decisions in the rest of the aspects of our of our life yeah but i think if they continue it's going to blow it's going to blow right in their face in the long run because if they're gonna lose a person like me who's liberal, uh, and I start to question their 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 their, their actions, they're gonna lose everybody in the long run. Because I was I, I'm not into that shit. I'm not like, why are you canceled? Let them talk. Let me be the judge of what they say and if it's good or not. You understand? Let me uh, choose that. If I don't agree with Adam Green, I'm not gonna watch his channel. That's it. Case closed. And he is you, you know what I'm trying to say. We're not idiots. Yeah, let us think for ourselves instead of thinking for us. Because the media. There's a certain group, I know, I don't want to say their name, they have a stronghold on the media. For example, let me give you an example. Remember MySpace? It was it was founded by Anderson, right? Tom Anderson. Uh, uh, I think his name was Mark Anderson, right? He, he's a jump uh, Facebook. Yeah, I believe he was a no, not, not Facebook. Was Tom. Tom something. No, no. Yeah, yeah MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, and they Tom. destroyed it. And they destroyed it and gave it Facebook to Zuckerman, to Zuckerberg, and the other people. Yeah. You understand? Uh, um, uh, what's that? America Online was uh, founded by people from Kentucky, and I'm going to give you the right. They destroyed it and gave it to uh, Google. But I don't want to go into the stuff because you know you get scared yeah. these days to talk. It's all been consolidated, exactly. Yeah. I will go to you one day. Big tech. Sorry. If you invite me one day, I will go to your channel. And we could talk freely, like on oh, we should wherever we could talk that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm talking freely. Yeah, I know you are, and I, <laughs> and I love that about you. That's why I say I gotta have this guy. I want him to talk because I don't want people uh, who agree with me because it doesn't make no sense. Or people who just talk the talk and the bullshit that we hear every day. You need to hear the different things, and you get educated by different things. We hear people's views, like. Mm-hmm. 
like the stuff you, I was watching your channel, and he was uh, debating uh, rabbis and Jewish rabbis, and and he was telling them what you think, and they were saying things they what they think. Isn't that what America is all about? You know what mm -hmm, I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, with a name like the Third Rail, this is the this is the taboo <laughs> topic, the sacrilegious, yeah. essentially I, blasphemy I, to criticize them. So this is the ultimate Third Rail. That, that's why I picked this name because I, I I'm mm -hmm. still growing. I, I wanted to get people. Who are, you know, who would say things that nobody will say or talk about taboo stuff that nobody will talk about. I don't know how long it's going to, how long it's going to Yeah, YouTube doesn't more. allow third rails. <laughs> no, they don't. Like YouTube just, over oh, anything. Even this, uh, this uh, episode, I didn't monetize it because I don't want to go through the process uh, of being denied yeah. all that bullshit. I just said, fuck it, just give it away. And of course, this way I don't have to go uh, toward any uh, preview or review or whatever. Anyway, uh, Mark, I mean, we're coming at the end. What do you want to close on? What do you think the future is for this country or the future of this world? In your view, talk as freely as you want. Well, I, I think America has the potential to turn it around and to make make the country and the world much better. If people are educated and informed and and brave enough to speak out about the elephant in the room, the Zio lobbies, the Judeo-Christian Islamic temple cult, and I uh, hope anybody seeing, I appreciate you for, for having me on and, and giving me a platform to share this incredibly important information. And I encourage everybody to go check out nomorenews.org. Uh, I post my videos. You can find all the links there. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Odyssey is where I stream and post. It's My videos are also on BitChute, uh, also Gab and Telegram. And, and go back and look through all my, uh, my past videos for... Uh, to learn all about this uh, Zionist agenda. Right. Okay, Mark, uh, 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 I'm looking forward to having you. still hear me? Uh, did I press the wrong button? Yeah, Are you still there? Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you for coming and answering my DM. You don't even know who I am. Uh, you know, I appreciate yeah, well, you. You have very good questions. I appreciate it. No, no problem. I'm going to have you again. I'm going to watch more because I didn't get a chance to watch everything that you say. Uh, all your videos. I just want a couple of them. I was trying to get as much as I can in one week, but I didn't get a lot. But I appreciate you for coming, and I uh, and I agree with you on a lot of things. I mean, that people don't agree, and I think we should discuss these things all the time. You know. Anyway, so what are we gonna say? Well, thank here? you. Yeah, I think I think a lot of my views are very reasonable and evidence backed, and I've done many debates. You know, defending these uh, these ideas that I'm talking about. So again, thanks for having me on. All right, take care, uh, uh, Adam. Nice to have you. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, All right, there you have it. We had Adam Green, and we appreciate him for coming. We, we had a lot of questions. We talked about a lot of things. I hope you guys benefit. Please subscribe to his channels. I'm going to put his stuff later on, and I'm going to put my stuff. And let's continue this uh, journey together, I guess. Until we meet next time, this is Omar.